Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to The Trader, a Spotify Top 10 Traders podcast. My name's Matthew. I'm a writer working at Unscripted TV Development, and I am a 100% faithful fan of the multi-award-winning hit TV competition series, The Traitors. This podcast features deep dives into every episode of the show, as well as interviews with contestants. This season of the podcast is dedicated to season two of The Traitors US, and my co-host for just about every episode is David Bloomberg. Hello. Yes, I, in case somehow you don't know who I am by now, uh, I'm David Bloomberg and I am a 100% traitorous fan. Uh, as most of you already know, I've been covering reality TV for over 23 years. It might have to go to over 24 now. I, I might have to look at that. Um, I've been doing it online in newspaper columns on my own reality TV websites on podcasts on TikTok, YouTube and Instagram and also on Twitter and similar platforms. So if you can't find me looking or, you know, talking about reality TV, I, I don't know where you're looking. <laughs> and we are going to be talking about episode 10 of Traitors US season two today. Before we get there, we have a couple of things to go over. First of all, is our game of betrayal and deception. This is the Trader Traitor. Our not-so-secret mission from here on in is to tell a lie to one another. The lie has to be a fabrication or made-up fact, big or small, about the traitors or about ourselves or anything else. For example, I could lie and say that actually MJ broke a rib during the mission in this episode <laughs> and was taken to the ER after filming that day. I say ER because I'm appealing to our American listeners. Uh, obviously, in the UK, we wouldn't call it that. However, what would you call it? Uh, either casualty or any accident and emergency. Oh, okay. However, I couldn't say that I think all of the players could be Olympians because I am so impressed with their athletic abilities after watching their performance. That would be a <laughs> fake opinion. So we are looking for fake facts, not fake thoughts and feelings. David, ready to betray me as always. I don't I don't know. It's just, you know, I'm tired. I'm I'm just exhausted from having to do so much lying. I I, I don't know. Well, I've been like defending you this whole time and I'm really annoyed that you've given up. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have to vote you out. Uh, in that case, I'm, I'm assuming you're kidding me on and yes, you are ready yes. to betray me. I am course. ready. Our game begins now then. And David, you, you have noticed something amidst your British TV viewing that you want to share with us. Uh, yes, uh, on, on December 31st, I started a rewatch of new Doctor Who. And I say new, even though it's been going on for many years now. But to me, it's new. Uh, and I, I last week, I believe uh, I got to the episode where 
Alan Cumming is a guest star, which I had completely forgot. Me too. Uh, he played, yeah, he played King James in the episode The Witchfinders. And uh, that was during Jody Whitaker's first season. And as I'm watching this, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the same character he's playing on the traders over <laughs> the top in a hilarious way. And I, I truly think he took directly from this role to, you know, and brought it into the traders because there are, and, and I posted this on TikTok and Scram and YouTube uh, a few days ago. Uh, I'm a bit sad. It didn't do as well as I had hoped, but <laughs> I, I remember that, you know, they use algorithms and it was aimed at a very specific target group of people who both watch the traders and Doctor <laughs> Who and who therefore get the video and see the video and, you know, watch it. Yeah. Um, I'm in that cross section. But, so I got Yes. <laughs> and there are some. I have gotten some comments and replies, uh, in, including, you know, one of our biggest super fans. And so, uh, you know, there are some of us there. It's just a matter of getting it to them, you know, through the TikTok algorithm, which will just show it to everyone. And then when 90% of people don't like it, they'll be like, oh, this can't be any good. It's like, no, it was aimed at a certain audience. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, you know, doing this re this rewatch and just came upon it and then, you know, put, you know, save that for, uh, for this week and then uh, kept going and caught up. I am up to date. Uh, I mean, I had already seen the four episodes so far of season 14, um, but I am caught up just in time for Survivor to start, which was my goal. So uh, I'll probably rewatch the season 14 ones again, too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we I, I could talk to you about Doctor Who as well. I shall not. That will be a spinoff podcast. episode. I was just us. thinking that we I mean, I, as I was watching, I'm like, Matthew and I should do a spin-off Doctor Who rewatch <laughs> podcast. Yeah, and uh, I had also forgotten Alan Cumming had been in an episode. Uh, but yeah, there's another connection between Doctor Who and this episode of The Traitors because there is also a canine in this episode. That's a very nice ah! Doctor Who reference. I hope someone out there appreciates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we are ready to go ahead and talk about episode yes. 10 then. <laughs> We start off with a recap. There's actually not much that's recapped at the start. We're basically reminded that in the mission in episode nine, Phaedra conspicuously targeted Trishel in the, the shield winning, which aroused a lot of suspicion from the others. Eventually it was CT who won the shield and the round table effectively came down to Phaedra versus Peter and no one else. I don't think anyone else had a vote. Ending on a cliffhanger with MJ having the deciding vote. My prediction was that Phaedra would go. David, mm. your prediction was that Peter would go. And I'm very angry about that. So, <laughs> yes, this is where I do my I was right uh, dance. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Which no one but you can see because this is an audio podcast. But uh, yes, that you know, I, I you can even see I have uh, a, a have... picture on my wall that says, David, you're right. And it's there all the time, but it's, I mean, it's right. It's correct all the time. It's accurate all the time. But especially this time, you know, 
I was the only one of the three of us who who got it right. Yeah. So. Uh, and he, uh, Savannah, who was our sort of correspondent from New York on the previous episode of The Trader, she also predicted that Peter would go, Savannah, well done, you were also correct. Uh, mm. and so we start the episode right there at the round table. MJ, again with the smallest handwriting of all time on one of these slates, turns it over, she votes Peter. So, you know, her her claim that she was entering the round table with an open mind and would easily question Phaedra was kind of a red herring in the editing. Which, for, yeah. For I, now, anyway. I, I, yeah, I, I figured. Yeah, <laughs> I did not. I was, <laughs> I was sold on that. Uh, I was fooled. So Peter has to stand in the circle of truth and he says, yes, during the game, he was all gas and no breaks since the beginning and is a faithful till the end. Uh, we see lots of shocked faces. John muttering, so mm. blindingly obvious. Uh, Trishel shaking her head. Phaedra, meanwhile, is casually sipping water from her yes. glass. Yeah. <laughs> no no response to any of this. Well, that's because there was no food for her to, you know, uh, <laughs> focus her attention on. That's true. That, that's usually her, her go-to yeah. diversion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alan uh, speaks to them all. He implies that basically the traitors will be murdering again tonight. Yes. So here's the thing. Peter, you know, said, I like you said, I've been all gas and no breaks from the beginning. Yeah, Uh, that's called plotting or scheming and plotting too much. That is violating one of my main reality TV rules. And yeah, you did, Peter. You're right. That's not something to be proud of. You know, you were a faithful to the end and your end was you were banished. Yeah. Uh, and I'll have more to say about that when we get to postmortem. But uh, one thing also, you know, when you talked about Alan giving his speech, he talked about an innocent being banished. Mm. No, Peter was not innocent. He was guilty <laughs> of poor game play. <laughs> See, this is why people complain to us, David. <laughs> How dare you say that about Peter? He's my favorite I, 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 contestant ever. Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, I think that uh, Peter may have one of the smallest uh, contingents of defenders of everybody, <laughs> at least according to the comments that I have received on my various videos. Yeah, uh, yeah everyone's sort of pretty subdued and silent around the table. Trishel and John have a little moment where they hold hands and they sort of say to the others, you know, we we tried to warn you. There is a bit of a debrief around the house. Normally we would get this at the end of an episode, but Mm -hmm. sort of funny structure here because of the cliffhanger. So we see them leave the round table. Trishel is in the kitchen with Kate, Sandra and Sheree and thinks that she is probably going tonight. She also thinks that there are still two traitors left. I mean, if they've seen the show before, and if you've got a basic understanding mm-hmm. of the rules, you, you probably know that at this point there wouldn't be one traitor left, unless, right. unless you're at the right. finale or maybe the second last episode. Yeah, so and she says, sense. you know, not surprisingly, she says she definitely thinks it's Phaedra. Now, you listed the people that she was telling this to. Well, I think Sandra already knows. Kate definitely knows. Yeah. <laughs> And Sheree doesn't know she's playing a game. So this was the wrong group to talk to about this. You know, I mean, there's not many other people to do and she has to try, but she's not getting anywhere with them. No, I mean, she she we she's probably saying it to everybody. We we just saw this moment. I'm sure she's just saying this to Mm -hmm. anyone who will listen, uh, which is fair enough. 
We see John and CT elsewhere. John is saying that politics is nothing compared to this. Politics is a breeze. And yeah, let me just say, I'm sorry. I am so tired of people saying things like that. Like even when they talked about, we had some previous players say, oh, Big Brother is easier than the, or, you know, harder than, or, sorry, easier than this. And Survivor is, e you're spending 10 days in a castle. <laughs> it's not that hard. I'm sorry. Even if you're a traitor and you have to lie all the time, it is not harder. You know, and he's a faithful. John is. It's not harder than a whole career in politics where you had to lie and backstab and <gasps> all these, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you've had to do uh, to make it all the way to becoming the speaker yeah, over yeah. however many years. But 10 days in a house in a mansion is more difficult than that. Come on, people. <laughs> just, just stop it. I know you always want to say, oh, this is the hardest thing, but it's not. So just stop it. Well, there's only one way to put this to the test, and that is that either you or I have to become a contestant. Um, I'm, yeah, well, <laughs> it's got to be you, because in the U.S., they're only doing, you know, uh, uh, all-star type. Yeah. I mean, I think that I would qualify as a star, obviously, <laughs> but for some reason, they don't. I, I don't understand it. You, I could, you could get on the UK version. Like they, they would love that. Hey, we've got, we'll have an American podcaster. Like, he's, yeah, and that's... then immediately they'll be like, oh, he talks about strategy. Get rid of it. You know. <laughs> um, uh, John also like Trishelle thinks that he will probably be going tonight. Mm -hmm. We see a little uh, Mev an interview with MJ saying that she's so upset she banished the faithful, but at this point still says she doesn't think Phaedra is a traitor. I mean, that changes later in the episode, but I, now, I, I was a bit... I don't know that she said that she doesn't think Phaedra is a traitor. She said the evidence for Phaedra being yes. a traitor wasn't as good as Peter. And she was... I mean, it could go either way, but let's face it. I, I said it already. Peter was a bad game player. And so, yeah, he he caused what appeared to be evidence. Again, more later on post-mortem yeah i i think i got the impression this is my person this is mm -hmm. an opinion right don't like at me uh, my <laughs> impression at this point was hmm i i don't think mg has a master plan like uh, some people no. online think mg has a master plan, and actually she knows exactly what's going on and i from this moment thought hmm I don't think she does. <laughs> I think no, I which is fine. She's playing yeah, it just, I, she's playing it day by day and seeing what happens. I don't think she has a master plan. I don't think she has a minor plan. I don't I mean, uh, you know, the correspondent uh talked about on you know how people were saying in round tables she would go off in these wacky conspiracy theories, apparently. So uh, you know, that's probably why we barely see her because her stuff what she says doesn't contribute to moving the game along. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, CT thinks that there are two traitors amongst the Bravo girls and that they're all just sticking together, hoping to be recruited by their friends. And I, I yeah. thought he's, he's half right because... Yes. Yeah, there are... But he's right. The two, the two traitors are in mm -hmm. that group of girls. I don't, I don't know if they're sticking together because they think they're going to get recruited by their friends. I think they're just blinded by friendship and loyalty. Well, I think it's a combination. I actually just posted a TikTok on the just before we got on um, that 
or maybe it was first thing this morning. Actually, it was first thing this morning. But uh, either way, the the point is, it's those of those among the women there that are thinking about the game. They weren't doing it so they'll get recruited. They're doing it so that they know who the traitor is and can go to the end with them and get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, particularly Sandra. Right, and I think at this point, that's what we're down to. I think it's Sandra. Um, you know, I, I I realized after I posted the video, I'm like, uh, it might just be Sandra, actually. <laughs> but earlier, there were more people who had this sort of attitude until a few got knocked out. But uh, I do think that that's... You know, the point they're not trying to get recruited. And I also wonder when this CT um, confessional was, because it seems odd to talk about someone getting recruited when we're past the recruitment period. They can't get recruited anymore. Yeah, that's that's true, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, some people think that may happen, but I we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> Uh, in another room, Sheree, Phaedra, and Sandra are together. I think maybe they're like at the, the room that has the bar. Uh, Phaedra says that you know she was under fire at the round table, but only fire can turn coal into a diamond. Not not scientifically totally accurate, no. but but I you, like the uh, I like the metaphor. Well, fire <laughs> turns coal into carbon dioxide and ash. <laughs> is uh, you know that's what. As as someone whose job included uh, regulation of coal-fired power plants, I could tell you without a doubt that is what happens. And sometimes those big coal piles just start on fire all by themselves, and that's not good. Uh, no, pressure turns coal into yes, diamonds. Pressure, yes, but which also would have worked as a great metaphor. I was it would pressure, have if she pressure. had said that yeah, instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sheree asks about you know CT turning on her like she's sort of saying you know what about that what about ct mm -hmm. you thought he was your friend i wondered at this point oh is sheree starting to figure things out until about three seconds later and we <laughs> see sheree in an interview clip saying no i i still don't think fader's a traitor i i just think she's not doing a very good job of defending herself so <laughs> no sheree still hasn't really figured it out at all yeah and sandra is sort from what we see in the edit, right? Sandra mm -hmm. is silent throughout this interaction. She's she's sitting back and taking it all in and just listening. She probably did say some stuff, but mm -hmm. we, we just see her quietly absorbing all of this information. Uh, we head to Traitor's Tower then. We see a little clip of Kate saying she thinks Phaedra should have been smarter with her murders up until this point. I, I wondered what she meant. I wondered if she meant that Trishel and John should have been gone long ago? Because um, she doesn't really elaborate on it. She just says, oh, she's made bad yeah, decisions. I don't know. And also, I mean, most of the time, Phaedra was stepping back and letting other people make the, you know, letting yeah. other people, Dan and Parvati, uh, make the decisions about who would be murdered. Yeah. And so, of course, Kate doesn't necessarily know that unless Phaedra has filled her in on every single one, which, I mean, she may have, but I... I've seen people online been like, how do they let CT and Trishel get to this point? How do they let, you know, this person get? Well, it's always a decision. If if she had gotten rid of Trishel earlier, then they'd be saying, well, how did they let whichever other person yeah. is still there? So if there's a group. 
you got to pick one. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, uh, we we also get a little clip of, um, well, actually, before I even get there, Kate also says something about, she, she criticizes Phaedra mm-hmm. and the way that she's murdered people, but then says she still wants to remain faithful to Phaedra. Yes. That ironic use of the word faithful. And we get a little clip of Phaedra saying she doesn't know how much more of this foolishness she can take at the round tables. <laughs> so Kate and Phaedra have a discussion uh, about who to who to murder tonight. They, they talk about John, and it really cracked me up. They, they say that they wanted to take a nap while he was rambling on <laughs> at the round table. Uh, and then Kate says, they're going to banish you. What are we going to do? They basically sum up who's in what camp. Mm-hmm. On one hand, they've got Sandra, MJ, Shrey, and Kate herself. They're in support of Phaedra. And then they have CT, Trishel, and John, who are kind mm-hmm. of anti-Phaedra. CT has the shield, so can't murder him. It, they decide it's going to have to be Trishel or John, just in terms of n- numbers, really. I mean, right? Kate I, actually, yeah, Kate actually says they chose a numbers game, so let's make it a numbers game. And I agree. This is the same thing that Sandra said earlier in the uh, snooker yeah, table. Yeah. And I mean, it's it is a game of alliances yeah and um i had someone comment on one of my videos saying something like stop talking about alliances it's not uh, you know stop bringing your survivor stuff in here i'm like uh it's alliances <laughs> every reality competition show like this is a- about alliances so yeah. don't tell me it's not and this you know so yeah they made it very clear peter made it very clear these are our numbers those are your numbers except they were in the minority so mm-hmm. that was stupid <laughs> and Kate's like, okay, you made it numbers. Let's let's keep going with the numbers. And I'm, you know, actually over here applauding Kate for a change. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I was going to ask you about that, actually. Um, yeah, that'll change. This <laughs> I mean, maybe much earlier in the game, you can afford to take a risk and murder someone who is kind of on your side because it doesn't mm-hmm. make that much of a difference and it, it'll throw people off. But yeah, when we're at this sort of the penultimate episode, you have to just think about the votes and think about what is going to right. help me survive yeah and that's something you know i think i got a question well when we get to the questions i believe i may have gotten a question about that is you know well, why didn't she uh um oh actually i do remember who it was i i should mention this because it's a former survivor player um uh because uh angelina a former survivor player uh now she was actually on a season you know mike white uh the producer actor producer um white oh, lotus is oh, no but okay <laughs> uh okay school of rock the emoji movie um uh yeah uh they can't all be hits um uh but anyway she she played with him and uh um also had a cameo in the tv show uh and anyway uh she tweeted that phaedra should have murdered one of her friends to have a chance. And I responded to her and said, no, you know, it didn't matter at that point. If she banished someone, let, let's say she banished Sheree. The others would have said, oh, my God, it's so obvious that Phaedra did that just to throw us off. And so, yeah, it's, you know, her goose was cooked no matter what when it came to the, I mean, uh, jumping ahead, spoiler alert. Um, but you know, 
she it, it wouldn't have mattered who she murdered. So you're right. Might as well get rid of someone on the other side and hope that your group can stick together. Yeah, yeah. Because once you're in someone's crosshairs, no matter what you do, they will find a way to turn it around on you. Yeah. Uh yeah, you're yeah, it, throughout this whole episode, I, I again I don't want to jump ahead, but the feel I mean, I thought it was fairly obvious what was going to I mean, mm-hmm. apart from the fact that someone spoiled it for me online, <laughs> I ah. thought it felt pretty obvious that everyone was going to end up voting for Phaedra or or most of them were going to end up voting for it. And they're probably you know, in terms of editing, I sort of imagined I bet this was a struggle to epi- to edit this one, you know, to find, it must have been more difficult to find clips of people talking about mm-hmm. other people other than Phaedra. So I was sort of thinking it from a, from an editing production point of view. Um, anyway, in the Traitor's Tower, they talk a bit more about John again, and they say that every player has a word limit and he's well over his word limit yes. because he talks so much. They show us a little cup of Trichelle drinking champagne in her room. I thought, why would you go back to your room at night and drink champagne? I don't believe this. Uh, They say that she's a tough cookie and one to be watched. But then Kate says, Phaedra, it's your decision. And I thought, you just criticised all of her bad decisions in the past. And now you're like, well, you decide. So they make the decision. And we, of course, don't see who it is just yet. I, I had I had a question to ask you at this point, but you know we've we've it's probably obvious what the answer is now, and maybe there's no need to talk about it. My question, as I was watching the episode and making notes, was: Does Phaedra have an insurmountable task at this point? Like, surely, even if she know, even if she made it through this episode, surely she knows she's never she can't win this show now. Like, even if she got to the end game, no one is going to let her get to the end after all of the the votes that have come in for her i don't think it's quite insurmountable at this time i would have to run the actual numbers to see but she would have to be very very strategic about it and as we'll talk about later she has not been yeah you know she has been playing this game for fun mostly and she would have to do something like you know, take out, uh, you know, one of the two people on the other side. Lie blatantly to Sheree, lie, but, you know, just absolutely put everything she has into it. Some, you know, survive this banishment and get to the end with like Kate, Sheree. MJ. MJ, yeah, yeah, and and one other person. Does that get us to the five? Yeah, uh, and and then they just eliminate everyone else and agree to share. You know, yeah, split. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's literally the only way. And it would be a very tall order for a very strategic person in the situation she's in, and uh, you know, and essentially impossible for her. Yeah, yeah. So it is the next day, time for breakfast. MJ and Sandra are the first to arrive. And now MJ is kind of implying that maybe Phaedra could be a traitor. So mm-hmm. she's she's starting to change her mind since the previous night, if that is when they took the interview clip from. You can never really tell. She says, I really don't want to vote for Phaedra, but I also don't want to keep a traitor. 
Sandra tells MJ that she completely trusts her. She's saying, you know, when I look at you, I know I can trust you. It seems like they have a, a mutual understanding of that. And Sandra in her interview clip says that she set out to make friends with everyone here so that she can get to the end with anyone because she yes. knows what she's doing yes. and she's very clever at this kind of game. So she's 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 got it figured out. Yes. So uh, sit back. I've got a tangent here for you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling the listeners, not necessarily you sit back here. Um because later she also said she won Survivor because she made friends with people who would protect her. And that's her plan here. I mean, it's the same thought basically in two different places. Yeah. And so since she mentioned that was how she won Survivor, I'd like to take a small detour. I went back and looked up my notes from my two Why Sandra One podcasts. Um, and mostly my fifth rule, which is about pretending to be nice and playing the social game. In her first game, I noted that she did not bother to pretend to be nice sometimes to with certain people uh, who were generally jerks. But her anger didn't work against her, like her outbursts, because in general, other than this, the big things that made TV, she was seen as nice and straightforward. And other people gave her props for speaking her mind. She did it in a way that she didn't come off as mean. Yeah. And so, you know, they felt that, you know, she was a nice person. And indeed, when it was someone else's choice who to bring to the end for the final vote, uh, the other woman, Lil, who played the entire game in a Boy Scout uniform, because she was a Boy <laughs> Scout troop leader, and they tricked her into wearing that for the game. Um, she was the one who chose, and she knew she was probably going to lose no matter what. Long story there. But she brought along the person that she viewed as nicer, who mm -hmm. was Sandra. Um, then in her second win, there were a few things going on that are comparable to her gameplay here. First, she was a master of the small moves, uh, you know, getting information, dropping hints, that sort of thing. The things that don't necessarily make it on TV because they're not big, but you stay in the background, you listen, you, you know. Like you said earlier, she was doing just taking it all in. Yeah. Um, at the time or in that podcast, I said some people will get an idea in their heads and push it until it knocks them out of the game. But she didn't do that. Uh, indeed, we can look at Peter for someone this season who did it. He got an idea and you could not stop him. He was a freight train. And then he got derailed. Um, <laughs> so she got to the end with Harvey. And a guy named Russell Hance, who was and still is a complete a-hole, uh, not Parvati, Russell Hance. Um, if anything, he's more. As I said in my podcast at the time, Sandra tried to help the people who ended up on the jury. She provided them with truthful information. She would have worked with them. She was literally on their side. And so, you know, more of them voted for her than either Russell or Parvati. And... You know, so that is a very, I mean, fairly long way of saying, yes, she has indeed been playing similarly. There's it's obviously a different game. There's no jury here to convince, but you have to convince people to keep you around and convince people that you're trustworthy. So there are similarities. And I think she's been using them very well. Yeah. And the thing is, sometimes not speaking up that much in the traitors 
also then causes a or it's you know sometimes being too friendly and being in the background mm -hmm. ends up being a problem but she's i she's really not had many votes throughout the season no she had like a couple at some early stage i can't remember but she she must be doing a pretty good job of balancing you know sometimes she must point out right. things about people or pretend to well i think she has been i mean we have not seen any shots of people saying who do you think and her saying like dan did like more people do uh later in this yeah, episode yeah. oh i don't know i don't know <laughs> she always has a point of view yeah you know now whether it's the quote unquote correct one you know she specifically went after peter and she had reasons for going after peter do i think that she thought peter was a traitor no but peter was in her way mm -hmm. and she could get other people on board with going after Peter. So she always had something to say, but she wasn't out there at the forefront leading the charge and, you know, uh, we must do this. No, she was mostly quiet, but she always had answers. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A good way of explaining it. Not she's, she's not at the forefront. She picks people mm -hmm. to single out. If she knows that other people are already going to agree with that. Yeah. Like she did with Peter. Mm -hmm. uh, so back at breakfast, uh, CT arrives next. We're still at breakfast. Uh, followed mm -hmm. by Phaedra, uh, who's a bit annoyed with CT because he voted for her last night. They, the, I think there are four people here so far. They theorize about murder. MJ asks Phaedra who she thinks might be murdered, and she does this thing that you just mentioned. She goes, "I don't know." <laughs> she just says it. She doesn't even pretend to go. Well, I think it might be Trishel. She, she goes, yeah, don't know. Uh, the the other three who are there reckon it's going to be either Trishel or John, and this must be because they all know the the girls are sticking to whoever the traitors are. You know, the Bravo girls are sticking together. Trishel right. and John are not in that group, so one of them is likely to go. Uh, MJ asks, "What do you think about Kate?" Phaedra says, "I think she's a faithful." So at least she commits to that. And CT then says, do you think anyone is a traitor? <laughs> and Phaedra yeah. just goes, well, there's got to be a traitor. And, a, yeah. and I, my note was, just name someone. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, she continued her usual unbothered attitude at breakfast, even when being grilled, uh, you know, and it, even if you were eating dinner or breakfast or any meal with someone and you were talking to them, and they were responding to you this way, you'd be annoyed at them just for ignoring your conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, but she was like Dan-like in avoiding giving any answers. Yeah. Um. She should, yeah, she just needs to say something. I mean, other than, well, someone has to be. Name someone. I don't care who. Even if you say, well, CT, I think you it are. could be you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of like CT did to Peter, you know, uh, yeah. before before switching his vote yeah. uh, last week. You know, I mean, at, at least so other people can hear you. If yeah. if, if you want to say I mean, just say something. Yeah. So like us, CT notices this and finds mm -hmm. it a bit suspicious. Uh, in her interview, Phaedra says she just needs to get through today. And she says, if I get through today, it's over. And I. Don't totally know what she means by that because mm. I thought that's not how the game works, but okay. Uh Sheree's next to arrive. She's still confused about Phaedra. She says she's a trustworthy person. Uh and if it's not her, who could it be? And I thought, well, 
Phaedra being your friend and being trustworthy outside the game is not the point, Sheree, but okay. MG reflects again and she says, you know, Peter said last night it made no sense that uh, he'd that he would have been murdering people from his own team. Like it's like MG remembers that Peter said this Mm -hmm. and suddenly goes, yeah, Peter was kind of right. And I thought, well, (laughs) why did you just vote for him anyway? Why why didn't you figure it out when he said it? But uh, she says that if if John or Trishel are the ones who are murdered in the next few minutes, then she thinks it must be Phaedra after all. Mm. There's a final knock at the door. In walks Trishel, followed by Kate, meaning John has been murdered. I was a little bit surprised. I actually thought that they would go for Trishel. And we I think we have a question about this later on. There's a flashback. And there's to... something in, in post-mortem about it too. Ah, so. Okay, okay. Uh, we have a flashback to Traitor's Tower. And Phaedra and Kate are saying that they think John is the most commanding and persuasive mm-hmm. at round table because he talks so much. So they want to get him out. We see John receiving his letter. He's clearly annoyed. And he knows that Phaedra was obviously the traitor. Mm-hmm. Back at breakfast, Trishel is she feels like she's she's left all alone and she knows that it's because of Phaedra. And yeah, it, except <laughs> it isn't just because of Phaedra. It's because of your strategy along with Peter to form an <laughs> obvious minority group. I know I ranted about this last week too, but yeah, you yeah, your whole group is gone because you chose the losing side. You made yourself the losing side. So don't blame Phaedra. Blame yourself. <laughs> yeah, I guess she she could have aligned better with if she saw this this group of the Bravo girls. Yeah, just get in there then. Get be be part. Of or it. even if you don't get in there, don't close. Literally close doors. Yeah, on people. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she realizes now, probably too late, that she has no choice but to try. Well, not maybe not too late that she yeah, yeah. has to try and sway some of the women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, CT is the only man left at this point. Uh, they raise a toast to John. CT does a weird English accent, which I feel is him paying me back for me doing a horrible impression of his accent because he yeah. t- time traveled in his mind and heard me do it. Which, by the, I now know as a Boston accent, people. Well, have- it's maybe a mix. <laughs> you know, maybe some New York with the Boston, but yes, I. You know, uh, I've um, had some comments on Spotify of people saying yes. it's not. He's not. It's not New York accent. It's a Boston accent. Yeah, I, I actually did kind of. I'm not wonder that when I heard him, but when I looked up where he was born and saw it was New York, mm-hmm. I then just thought, oh, he's from New York. I didn't, I didn't do much more. See, that's research. what threw me off. That's <laughs> why I, that's why I couldn't detect your lie at that point because <laughs> uh, that's what threw me off. So we rule that game invalid uh, from, from last one. I'm not sure about that. Uh, so Alan arrives next at breakfast, speaking of weird accents, and says, yeah. "We have a mission to complete." And something about how they will cross that bridge when we come to it. And he says, get your best suits out. The wet ones, I mean. So, you know, they're piecing together. Oh, it's mm-hmm. some sort of physical challenge. Wet suits cross a bridge. I, I actually couldn't remember the, the yeah, version of that. I was like, well, a bridge? I don't remember a bridge. I, I so let me, yeah, let me jump ahead here. I feel like this mission was done earlier in the season in the UK. Yeah, yeah, it was. But I also you also uh, or rather uh, uh, your correspondent also said that they did the uh, the shooting at the names earlier or 
not when they expected because yeah. of the weather. Yeah. So I wonder if they were supposed if those two got flipped, for yeah. example. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the end of breakfast. CT's having a great time being the only mm -hmm. guy left. And it's time for some discussions around the house. We see Sandra and Phaedra in the garden. Sandra, this is, again, she reiterates that she won Survivor twice by befriending the right people. MJ, Sheree, and Kate have their own chat. And MJ says to Sheree, you know, we're going to have to vote for Phaedra tonight. And Sheree still looks very unsure about this. Mm -hmm. And we get another clip of her saying, you know, if Phaedra is a traitor after all, I would be sick. Cut back to Kate. Who's, who's still thinking she's going to have to defend Phaedra, she goes, you know, I was thinking I might vote for Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> and so MG now is very confused. Like, she doesn't know where, what's going on, what is everyone really thinking? She thinks that she's missing something. And then openly admits, she says, I, look, Kate's smarter than me. Uh, so, and I, I, don't, I don't know if that's true, but yeah. Um, yeah, MG doesn't know what's going on. Back to Phaedra and Sandra playing their giant game of chess. Sandra's trying to reassure Phaedra and says, look, we just have to make it through tonight. We don't see her say anything explicit like, don't worry, I'm not going to vote for you. She's just like being nice and like, you know, mm -hmm. we can do this. <laughs> but uh, I, I think we know what's going on. Yeah. And then that group is like, oh, look at them over there talking <laughs> about what they're planning. And, you know, it's. It's funny because that happens in so many of these games, you know, on Survivor. You can just go down to the beach looking for shells with someone. Everybody's like, oh, they formed an alliance to the end. Now we have to split them up. You always just have to be so aware of who you're with and what it looks like because, yeah, people just it's like the it's like the meme of the, the woman and the guy in bed and the guy is. You know, the woman has a thought bubble like, I bet he's thinking about other women right now. And the guy's thought bubble is, I like popcorn, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. And we even later in the episode, we see some of this spying right. of people having yes. conversations. Uh, although at that point, Sandra knows exactly what to do. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, at some point here, and it, I may have missed it or you may not have gotten to it yet. So I apologize. Trishel finally you know approaches that group the threesome yeah 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 oh, uh yeah. and okay and and gets I quite got there but yeah okay so she she's talking about the strategy of going to the end with a traitor so it's like yes you've got it finally congratulations except she's talking to mj and sheree who are clueless and the other one is a traitor so <laughs> good job yeah she says to them are you ready to talk logic and reason yeah and yeah she tells them she thinks she knows she says like we know phaedra's a traitor right um and yeah she's trying to convince she's like i've been spot on the last two banishments no one's listening to me mg also says there's no way i'm going to let a traitor get to the end and she says if i've made mistakes in the vote so far it's not been intentional you know i'm implying you know i am a faithful mm -hmm. i'm just doing my best and she she tells Trishel, you're you're not an outsider. She's trying to bring her in and be nice to her. Uh, there's also a little bit in the oh yeah, in fact before they got there, uh, before Trishel went outside, she mm. was talking to CT about the same thing. She's like, look, we both know Phaedra's a traitor, right? 
And uh, when Trishel leaves to go and talk to the others, CT is like spying on it. He's like hiding oh, behind yeah. the column. At the oh, door. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Which made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, it's time for the mission then. It is the last chance to win a shield in the game. And there is $30,000 available, or are $30,000 available, I should say. <laughs> they basically have to dig out gold nuggets from a big mound of dirt and transport them across a wobbly, watery bridge to put on a huge set of weighing scales. Uh, I I was a little bit confused, actually. This worked slightly yes. differently to how it did in the UK. I thought Alan implied that they have to counter the weight of the entire 30k to win the whole thing and actually it doesn't really work out that way right i thought it was all or nothing i even had in my notes oh it's different from the uk version because it's an all or nothing task because it was the balance holding the gold nuggets against the weight yeah that said thirty thousand dollars and but then they don't so I, I, yeah, it, it was just weird. I'm not sure why they did it that way, but it was not all or nothing. So, yeah, it got really mixed up. And went, and I thought at the end of the mission, oh, I misunderstood. They could just win however many mm-hmm. gold nuggets. So, something was, something wasn't right. right. Something's going on. Uh, but also in the, this is not a spoiler, right? In the UK version, it was a team game. They split up into teams and they oh, that's... did it that whichever team got the most gold nuggets was the team who then got to decide who would win the shield oh that's right so that's yeah i knew it was earlier yeah yeah um yeah, the, and that's them. why there were a lot more people doing it then yeah because i remember players who didn't make it that deep into the season um you know doing it and it's like oh this person has this skill and can do this you know and we didn't know that so yeah, yeah. So in this version, the shield is hidden in the giant mound of mud. Uh, Phaedra's not into it, but she says she'll try. (laughs) She's also really not into being cheered on. And soon after she begins, she falls in the water. Uh, At the mound, CT gets pissed off, thinks that Envy is trying to sabotage him. (laughs) uh, Yeah, well, okay, on the Phaedra thing, why was everyone just watching Phaedra on the bridge instead of continuing to dig like they're all watching her and cheering her on which she hated like you said but it's like no this is an allegedly timed mission yeah why are you all standing there watching her instead of continuing to dig because after they showed her going across cut back to them digging again yeah so it's not like they were done well yeah i reckon because maybe because she was the first person they just wanted to, because I, I think you can't tell from looking how wobbly those platforms are. So maybe they just wanted to, wa- let's watch the first person do it. How difficult is it? Just to, to get an idea of. Well, then to, they should have had Phaedra it. be the first person. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> it should have been someone who's used to doing challenges like CT or Trishel to yeah, be able yeah. to, you know, do something like that. Yeah. Uh, so when they are digging, finally, uh, MJ finds the shield. But she doesn't win it straight away. She has to get across the bridge to a little right. box and place it in it. Um, and yeah, there are lots of falls in the water along the way. Sandra falls in. Sheree falls in. We, By the way, we also see Alan's dog is back. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot the dog was here. Me too. We, I've seen it. Like So before the season started, I, there were lots of articles like, 
Alan Cummings' dog will be featured in this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, we're going to see the the dog is called Lala. Lala has an entire page on the NBC website. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he, he see, he's back. I've, I've, yeah, I've seen him at like a, a couple of shots in that. Yeah, and mostly one of the he just missions, but... sits, sits in his dog bed and they dub in dog noises uh, <laughs> to make it sound like he's kind of commentating on the action, you yeah. know. Um, and I, but. I was going to say, Alan does commentate on the action, and it is hilarious. Him laughing along, making all these remarks while everyone failed, I think made this one of, if not the best mission. I mean, he was having fun. (laughs) He even said, I haven't had this much fun in a long time. He was having fun. It showed. And he, uh, yeah, it was I I really, more than the mission itself, I enjoyed his commentary. Yeah, yeah, it was good fun. Uh, Trishel figures out that really the key to the challenge is speed and she she gets across, CT does Mm -hmm. pretty well too basically the two of them complete the mission, let's be honest Um, meanwhile MJ still needs to get the shield across in order to actually win it she makes her way across Alan of course saying there are only seconds left and I thought yeah yeah thousands of seconds <laughs> yeah he said he said at one point earlier than that he said this is a timed mission I'll remind you and I was reading the players thoughts and they were saying yeah right we know that timer doesn't mean shit so yeah. um I'll, I'll and go. the other thing is by the end of it hmm? yeah no I, I knew yeah uh by the end of it uh you know when he's narrating how much they're bringing over, they're bringing over like 800, 900 at a time. And then at the end, they got almost, they get almost all the money. And it's yeah. like, how many trips did they make? They literally would have had to make 30, at least 30 trips yeah. successfully in 20 minutes carrying, unless they brought over much bigger numbers that we didn't hear. Yeah. So this whole 20 minute thing, I'm sorry. There's just, there's just no way. There's not, although at the same time, I think, well, if the typers are not real, which we kind of know they aren't, why did they just, why did they eventually bank $28,350? Yeah. And I thought, that's interesting. Why didn't they just fake it like they always do? Let them, what you know, do as many times as they need to, to balance out the 30K weight and then just say, hooray, you won 30K. Like, I thought, mm-hmm. why stop them at 28 so maybe maybe it was to maintain the illusion that's of right the timer i guess that's so, right so all very confusing though um so yes they their total pro- oh and and yes mg, MG eventually yeah. by the way she makes it across hurry well done mg which is hilarious because she put in all, all that work to get a shield <laughs> that she absolutely does not need there is nobody who needs that shield less than mj yeah yeah uh, but then MJ also has no real idea of what's going on. So what, right. as far as she knows, maybe she could be a target. Uh, Alan tells him that now their total is $158,100. And again, Lala the dog is there. I have to keep changing. Mm-hmm. I assume Lala was a she, but Lala is a he. So I've written ah. she all the way through this, but ah. that's a boy. Uh, Lala's in, in, in his basket. And Alan tells them tonight... Uh, there will be a bridge over even more troubled water. Very clever. So, so you said one hundred and fifty-eight thousand. So that uh, means yes. if they do a typical catch-up mission, they're going to have to do like ninety thousand, ninety-two thousand <laughs> almost to get to their total pot. So I wonder if they will do 
a typical catch-up mission or not. Yeah. It'll be yeah. interesting to see that. Yeah. I I hope not because I, I get, it just annoys right. me that it makes yes. it all feel so pointless. So maybe they'll just go, they'll have 50k or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then cross cross the two hundred thousand dollar mark mm. or something. Back at the house, then uh, we see a shot of Fergus cleaning an ornament in the kitchen. Uh, in the sink is weird. Or they do you call it a sink? What do you call yeah. it? Yeah, okay, a sink. But you call it a faucet. We don't use that word. <laughs> we call well, it a tap. What? 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 A, oh, a tap. A tap. <laughs> um, and it's, it's it is in Scotland, so they should call it a tap. Um, Sheree is weighing up. Phaedra and her vote tonight. She still doesn't know what she's going to do. Uh, MG and Kate are talking, and MG says, "Um, what well, I've written a note, and I don't even know what it means." MG yeah. says, "No way, Trishel." What did did she, did she say that? She says, no "I way, don't Trichelle. have notes that specific." Okay, on that. I, I like to quote the dialogue sometimes. Anyway, MG says something. Uh, <laughs> Kate, Kate wonders if she can. Uh, Oh, no, that's what she's saying. She's talking about, like, who's a faithful or who's mm-hmm. who's a traitor? And she says, no way is Trishel a traitor. And then she says, no way me. She's like, I'm not a traitor. Kate, this is when they're outside. They're sitting on a sort of ledge. And Kate wonders if she can, she says, maybe tonight we should roll the dice. Maybe we shouldn't go for Phaedra. We can, mm. we can save her till next time. But let's roll the dice and vote for Sandra. And uh she's saying this to mj and ct uh and i I get that i kind of get what like kate's obviously still trying to defeat phaedra right and i thought okay that that might work for tonight maybe maybe you could convince them to get sandra somehow but Mm -hmm. i thought what are you going to do tomorrow like you're you're still then stuck tomorrow like you're you're kind of painting yourself into a corner you can't you can't save phaedra both nights in a row well, she doesn't need. I mean, Kate doesn't need to save uh, save Phaedra both nights in a row necessarily. You know, I mean, because if if they get rid of a faithful this time, and then Phaedra next time, Kate has a better chance of making it at the I'm end. Sure. There. Yeah, if that's um, what she but, plans to do. Yeah, right. I think she's in doing this. First of all. You know, this come this is where my my uh, anger at Kate returns um, because she's trying to turn things on Sandra. Uh, but <laughs> I I also think at this point she's going to end up turning people against her. And as we know, it doesn't happen tonight. But, you know, look for my predictions later yeah, because yeah. she's no match for Sandra, you know, as we'll find out in a few minutes here. Yeah. Uh, well, We'll see. Uh, I have. I do I, have a thought. I have a, yeah. a thought about that later. In fact, there's even a clip here of MJ in an interview saying that she's kind of maybe she she seems to have taken the bait a little bit from Kate. She says, "Yeah, but she takes every piece of bait." Well, she does. But then I'm yeah. wondering if that could end up being a problem. That yeah. no matter yeah. how clever Sandra is, mm-hmm. it totally depends on what the players around her right. end up doing. Right. Uh, Sandra, Trichelle, and Sheree, this is what we referenced earlier. Mm-hmm. They spot this conversation from inside the house. Sandra's like, I'm not having this. I want to join this conversation and see how they respond. Kate's laying out her plan. 
Uh, well, so Sandra does go outside, and they they do, and CT's like, yeah, yeah, come on over. Well, what else are you? Gonna, they're not going to play the Peter game of saying, oh. no, you can't come here, and <laughs> you know they want to pretend, but they're bad at pretending. Yeah, they, they are. can't even come up with an alternate basic survivor strategy. Okay, we're going to target Sandra. What do we tell Sandra? You always come up with an alternate name that would make sense to that person. Yeah, because it's it kind of starts off okay. Like Kate at least does say, right, well, here's her plan and yeah. reiterates, maybe we don't go for Phaedra tonight. Right. But it's and she says, maybe we just find the number two. Mm-hmm. But as soon as Sandra says, and who is that number two? Kate's just yeah. silent. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so awkward and obvious what they must have been talking about. Yeah. And that's why Sandra knows. Go if you see other people talking and they're not talking to you, they're talking about, about you. Sure. So sure. you go up and you find out what they're doing. You either do it stealthily, like CT was doing, and uh, you know, hiding behind a, a pillar uh, earlier. Um, and you know, she's done that in her previous game. She is hidden behind bushes to overhear people. Yeah. Uh, there was even one, I, I think I told you, she returned on a game called Island of the Idols, where they literally had a giant, you know, yeah. statue of her head. And at different times, people would win rewards and they get to go visit her and the guy named Boston Rob, who is currently on Deal or No Deal Island here in the U.S. <laughs> um, and uh, so one of the things that one of the lessons that she gave was stealth and hiding. And like she held up a palm frond that was like pretending to hide behind <laughs> a palm frond. It was hilarious. But um, but yeah, she knows, you know, and in this case, there was nowhere to hide. You might as well just go confront him. And it worked perfectly because Kate is not a gamer. Yeah, she you know, CT is a gamer, uh, but Kate is not. MJ is not, you know, so she just absolutely caught them flat footed and yeah. they when they saw her coming, they should, well, first of all, they should plan for it. But even beyond that, when they saw her coming, they're like, okay, quick, say it's Sheree. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Um, Sheree and Phaedra are talking a little bit later. Sheree says, you know, who, I think they're in the library and the mm-hmm. Sheree asks, well, who else could it be if it's not you? And Phaedra sort of at least finally puts out another name and says, could be CT. Mm-hmm. Sheree asks, what about Sandra? And and Phaedra doesn't take the yes. chance to jump on it. She just yes. goes, mm, oh, but I love Sandra. And I'm like, just if Sheree's putting it out there, just be like, yeah, I never thought, yeah, maybe I've been thinking, I don't know. But she, yeah, I mean, doesn't. as much as as much as I would have hated for her to say, yes, it's Sandra. <laughs> yeah, you have to take that opportunity when your friend in the game says, I think it could. What do you think about Sandra? Oh, yeah, I I agree with you. But the problem is. Sandra has become Phaedra's friend in the game. You know, they clearly have a good relationship. Yeah. And I I think at this point, Phaedra just didn't want to throw anybody under the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Sheree, there's this very awkward, uncomfortable moment because Sheree asks Phaedra straight up, are you a traitor? Phaedra does the classic pretending she didn't really hear her or something. She's like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when someone asks you that, just be like, no, straight away. Yeah. And so Sheree has to kind of ask again. Phaedra makes a big sigh. 
there's you know we cut to what would be an ad break at this point to draw right. out even further i mean for a minute i did wonder is she gonna just collapse and go, i did oh, you know too what? and i yeah, didn't even have time me. to think about it because for <laughs> for whatever reason on peacock there was no commercial for me there was a commercial break but i kind of hit pause and then i hit start and i think i confused the commercial and it just <laughs> went straight into it yeah. without giving me 60 seconds of commercials which is great uh <laughs> if i knew how to do that i would weaponize it but um, so yeah, I also thought, I'm like, oh my God, is she actually going to just admit it to her yeah, at this point? Yeah. Uh, but we cut back to her eventually saying, no, I'm not. Uh, so yeah, Phaedra, Phaedra's conflicted. She's struggling. She doesn't know what to do. Um, I, if she, they talk, you know, I think they both talk about their friendship being really important, mm -hmm. but then you know, you're not going to lose your 30-year friendship over a game that you played on TV, so I don't think they need to worry. You wouldn't think, but Sheree was, I mean, the way she was talking was taking it seriously. Like, oh, if she's been lying to me this whole time, I just have to look her in the eye and, you know. And in some ways, she was right. Phaedra couldn't, you know, really, I mean, she lied, but it was a half-hearted yeah, lie, yeah, yeah. you know. And so, yeah, by the time... And I, I don't, I don't think there was anything else after this before the round table. No, nope, we're still um, the round table. And so heading into it, it's it, it was pretty clear. I mean, if like you said earlier, it was pretty clear Phaedra's time was up anyway. But heading into the round table, you know, she's toast. Yeah, yeah. Now we get some audio interviewee clips playing mm -hmm. over them coming into round table. Trishelle says that she has no idea what the others are going to do tonight. Uh, although. You know, for us, I think it's pretty clear. Right. Kate has talks about how she's been going to battle for Phaedra. Sheree's still confused, doesn't know how she's going to vote. She says that she just doesn't believe Phaedra would lie to her. <laughs> but I'm like, well, yes, outside of the game. But if Phaedra has been given the role of a traitor, then yeah, again, she... Sheree, Sheree doesn't remember she's in a game. So, <laughs> um. You know, Alan does his spiel as always, mm -hmm. and then it's time for discussions. Trishelle begins. She says that I think she gives a pretty crappy piece of evidence here. <laughs> she says only the banished, uh, only the people banished who didn't protest their innocence and explicitly say that they were faithfuls and you're going to regret this were the two traitors. Uh, and she says Phaedra you were silent when other people wrote your name down you didn't mm -hmm. you know affirm that you were a faithful and I don't know I thought Trishel I think you've got better points to make than that but um... yeah I mean it, it reminds me of a game of mafia where if you're ever playing a game of mafia the first thing you have to do is say well I'm a civilian because otherwise someone will come back to you and say well you never said you were a civilian <laughs> yeah you never said you weren't in the mafia. Yeah. So that must mean subconsciously, you know, so, I mean, that's basically what Trishel is saying here is like, oh, well, you never said it. You didn't protest. But of yeah. course, if she had protested, then it's, ah, me thinks she doth protest too much. Yeah. And Phaedra even said that earlier, I think, when she was yeah, talking to she Sheree, did. she was like, I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. Right. And here Phaedra says, that's a crazy argument, which I kind of agree with. MJ speaks up and says, I didn't think you were a traitor, but because of your nature and disposition, 
I think if you were a traitor, you'd probably be pretty good at handling that pressure. Mm -hmm. Sandra speaks up and says, Phaedra, it's going to kill me if you end up being a traitor. But the signs are all there. And she thinks that tonight they have to go along with Trishel's. It's funny because she she sort of pins it on Trishel. She's like, yeah, I'm going to. Which is very clever. She's like, we're gonna have to just see if Trishel's right and and take her chances. Um rather than saying, you know, Phaedra, I have changed my mind and you are absolutely a you know, she right. doesn't go for it like that. Yeah, and she says, you know, she knows it's time to pull the trigger. Uh since there are two left, they have to, you know, it's best to get one now. And I do really think that supports you know what I've been saying about Sandra. Yeah, she knows the timing that's necessary. You don't want to go to the end with two traders. You want to go with one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it literally was time to pull the trigger. She was, she was right. Yeah. Uh, Phaedra speaks up and says, "You know, look, it, it's it's a game." And she says, "I haven't done anything. You have no concrete e evidence against me." sure no one does in this game really uh, right uh, and then sherry speaks up and says she you know she doesn't want to believe it but and and she doesn't really finish her sentence she kind of gives phaedra a last chance to maybe she's like she kind of is saying you know want to defend yourself come on like this mm -hmm. is this is your chance and it's clear that phaedra has really just given up she says i'm look i'm exhausted I'm tired yeah. of fighting. <laughs> Cut to Kate in her interview, furious. She's so pissed off. She's like, Phaedra's not even trying to defend herself. And says, bad news, Phaedra. I'm not doing it anymore. So essentially implying Kate is, has realized she's going to have to just vote for Phaedra now. Yeah. And the thing is, okay, Kate was annoyed that Phaedra was exhausted. Yeah. Well, Kate, she's actually played the whole game. <laughs> Yeah, Yo, true. she didn't come in later and just, oh, look, I'm finally here type of thing. And she's been a traitor the whole game. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it is exhausting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would still say you should be able, you know, the, the good, the really good traitors. And I won't name them because I don't want to, you know, accidentally <laughs> spoil anyone anywhere. But the really good traitors can handle it. You know, if you're strategically inclined, yeah. um, but, you know, for Kate to be annoyed, I mean, I understand it and I feel like Kate gets easily annoyed. But, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, well, she's been doing it a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And there really is no more discussion after that or after yeah. we, we don't see it. It's it's so short. It's so. Abrupt. Yes. And therefore, at that point, I asked myself, OK, is this just a unanimous vote now? Is that what's about to happen? Yeah, I mean, to me, my my note was it, the outcome is very clear here. They aren't even trying to hide it. So let's speed up the vote reveals, which they didn't do. It's like <laughs> we, we know what's happening. It's clear. Move along. We don't need to this slow vote. But of course they did anyway. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mind. I don't mind hearing all the, the way that they justify themselves. It's interesting to me. Uh, before the votes actually begin, we we hear Phaedra saying that she always puts her trust in God and something about hoping that, you know, God sends her a miracle. And I thought, yes, you truly need a miracle right now to yes, save you, yeah. actually. Sheree goes first, which is really interesting because, you know, that the, the pressure's on her to, to stab her friend in the back mm -hmm. before anyone else. Um, I, yeah, we know what she's going to do, I think. She's quite emotional about it and she's saying, I've enjoyed her time in the game. And eventually says, but I think you're a traitor. 
votes for Phaedra. Kate votes for Phaedra as well. She's done it, and I think, well, thank God. You know, she could have she could have done something really daft here, like vote for some other random person that nobody's yeah. talked about. So at least she's at least she's done this the thing right. she had to do. Um, and she says, well, until it comes to what she says, maybe this is where the mistake is. She says, there's not a person at this table beside you I could even stomach voting for. She could have just stopped there and said, mm -hmm. but she keeps going and says, you're more selfish than skillful and it's not fun to play games with people who play that way, which is hilarious that of all people, Kate is yes. <laughs> after how she behaved in season one. Right. Uh, and we even get a little clip of Phaedra saying like, selfish what um and, and and actually i wondered right phaedra's clearly going to get banished and she's going right. to have to stand up in the circle, circle of truth i wonder is phaedra gonna sabotage kate a little bit here before she goes is she gonna try and say something um mg votes next she votes for phaedra mm -hmm. phaedra votes for ct she says she's she's all for girl power so she just picks the guy the whole time uh there are there are lots of sort of cuts to Kate, like just to see her reaction, mm -hmm. uh, or or the where up up until this point. I think they were trying to make us think that maybe Phaedra would throw Kate under the bus, but she yeah. she doesn't. Uh, Sandra's next. She votes for Phaedra. She says she had to vote with her head, not her heart. Trishelle, Phaedra, CT, Phaedra. It's a clean sweep. Phaedra stands up, circle of truth, and says, "Alan, I am the most fabulous, faithful." traitor uh and yeah everyone's not surprised but it's just like a sort of very non non reaction yeah they don't actually. they don't celebrate they don't and except trishel's like there's no such thing as a faithful traitor <laughs> i mean words to that effect it's like oh god leave it alone you sound like peter <laughs> uh i she says i hope there's no hard feelings i did things that i've never done best experience ever mm -hmm. You know, wish you all good luck. So at least, you know, she's she doesn't throw Kate under the bus and do some right. real thing. She she takes it pretty well, I, I reckon. Uh, we cut to her interview and she says, you know, Kate was getting a little too personal, but I'm not mad at her. Yeah, she's she's taking the loss really well. She says that she wants to get on a plane and get the hell out of Scotland. Phaedra, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> understand. Ouch. That's it. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, Scottish people don't come at me it's a joke um, <laughs> a little bit so Alan <laughs> speaks to them all and says you have survived and the traitor has not but where are they the last there is we, we get their debrief around the house and they're celebrating with a drink they're in the bar mm. they, they agree that there has to be one left who would have thought that Kate would be a lone traitor in the penultimate yes. episode of the season? And Sandra approaches Kate uh, with MJ and she wants to ask her about this selfish comment that she made about Phaedra. And Kate says, well, uh, I, I just thought her murder pattern was gross. Whatever that means. Um and MG kind of like chips in and is like, yeah, Phaedra was here for Phaedra. And the episode <laughs> now finishes mm -hmm. with Sandra saying that Kate's comment rang alarm bells for her. And now all she's thinking is, could she be a traitor?
Yeah, and I think it should ring alarm bells for everyone because the real reason that she said selfish was because in her mind, she'd been defending her and they were a team. And then, she, you know, she gave up. She's and given up. Um, I mean, the others don't know that, but it's just such a weird and personal thing to say. Yeah. I, um, I, I, uh, yeah, it's weird. I think she just was probably panicking, right? She Again, she's still new to actually being a traitor and maybe decided, well, I'm... Um, if I'm going to vote for Phaedra, I'm going to act like I'm convinced it's her now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to act like I'm a really, you know, most faithful of the faithful. So I'm going to stick it into Phaedra before she goes. But actually, it could end up having the complete right. opposite effect. Right. Uh, by the way, our, uh, <laughs> we made predictions back at the start of this podcast season. We both, because a viewer had, mm -hmm. had sent a viewer, a listener <laughs> had sent a question saying, why don't you guys uh, pick your winners now? Pick your predictions, mm -hmm. David. I think we. I think it's a draw because <laughs> we. I, I suggested that Peter would be one of the winners, and you suggested Phaedra. And technically, they both left in the same episode. Ah, it was a day, a whole day later. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was a day <laughs> later. Yeah. yeah. If you look up the stats on Wikipedia, it will just say episode 10 that they both left. Yeah, well, I don't care about the stats on Wikipedia. <laughs> so the whole and actually you were talking about, you know, that there was it was so obvious that there wasn't, you know, the editors probably had a hard time. I wonder if that's one reason they picked. I mean, the, that was a good cliffhanger no matter what. But I'm wondering also if that's one reason they did it so they could put the traitor's turret from that night into this episode um, yeah. and, you know, just shuffle things a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I guess we have a question about this that I was going to ask later. I, I could mention, and you know, someone sent a, a message on X that I was kind of going to ask you anyway, uh, Laura, asks will kate get to recruit or just murder but I, th I think we both pretty much reckon there there won't be a recruitment at this point i yeah there i i don't think there could be a recruitment at this point that would i mean the game is already balanced or unbalanced in favor of the traders and that would just i mean it would be like okay we're going to pick someone and give you no opportunity to determine that they might be a trader yeah so i uh, think it's one more plus they need to get the numbers down yeah uh, because with one more murder and one more banishment, you get to the final five, and that's, you know, wait, where are they now? Maybe that gets you to four? Does one more murder and one more banishment get you to four? Uh, let's see who we've got left. Uh, <laughs> Sheree, Kate, Peter's gone, MJ, Sandra, Sandra Trichelle, CT. So we're at six. One yeah. Murder, so you get one, one more murder, one yeah. more banishment. Then you get the fire pit of truth. Yeah. And and yeah. So what we could end up with is a situation where Kate is banished at the one remaining round table and we end up with four faithful at, mm -hmm. at the end game, which is absolutely fine. And then it's up to them to decide. Right. Are they happy with that? Do they want to continue? Um, If... <laughs> if they do some wild thing i mean I, I think the fact that they also don't show us any there's no traitor's tower at the end of this episode right i mean who the hell's what we're going to show us kate has uh, it would just be kate and alan right 
I mean, if Kate, well, who, let's let's talk about murder. Who who do we think Kate is going to murder? I think Kate. Well, who won the? Sh okay, MJ won the shield. That's right. I think Kate will finally get rid of Trishel. Although she could just decide to go for woman power and get rid of CT. Yeah. But I think it's definitely one of those two because I think she feels they are less controllable. Yeah. I agree. She'll probably go for Trishel. But she has this absolutely golden opportunity to get rid of Sandra. I, but I she's but she's think... planted the seeds to try to get people to think Sandra is a traitor. And that's the only person we've seen any seeds planted on besides herself. Yeah, yeah. She has to keep Sandra in the game to try and to try and her. get them to banish her. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, and, and, yeah, unless she, you know, it's Kate. Mm -hmm. She could do anything. <laughs> well, that's true. That is all, true. All logic could go out the window. Uh, yeah, Tr seems like Trisha or CT would be would be one of the ones to go for. Yeah. Plus, you know, she was the one who said, well, they wanted to make this a numbers game. She might just say, okay, Trishel, you're the last number. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. You have watched the postmortem, I think? Yes. Uh, what what feedback do you have from that? So, um, uh, Peter, you know, they interviewed, now they had several people to interview in this one, of course. Uh, Peter starts out by saying, I didn't know how to play this game coming into it. Imagine my surprise that Peter didn't know how to play the game. I was so shocked. Um, and he says, uh, I was going to learn on the fly and initially thought I'd just lie low. I'm a competitive person. And once I started going, I couldn't turn that off. So he kept getting more and more aggressive. Um, and uh, which we saw, you know, so basically, yeah, he didn't know how to play the game. Yeah. Which that's your own fault, dude. There is a U.S. season. There are multiple other many other English language seasons. There is no excuse for coming into a game and not knowing how to play it. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, of course, we could also say the same about many people on Australian season, too. But, <laughs> uh, you know, he came out and admitted it, which I think is also really dumb you know uh but uh, uh he insists that phaedra and the others had nothing on them nothing on him other than that his gameplay tactics were weird well okay first of all i would say that they did have more because they hammered him on several other things uh and then he said he had a plan and just because people didn't understand it didn't mean it wasn't effective because it was and then he goes on, we got rid of Dan, we got rid of poverty, we, you know, uh, stopped a, uh, recruitment, we, you know, uh, used the shield properly. Okay, great. You're still out, yeah. so none of that matters. And if people in the game don't understand it, you've done something wrong and you're going to get targeted for it. You can't just say, well, if you don't understand it, that's your problem. Uh, no, it's your problem, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's like, you know, to put it into terms he might understand, that's like a woman on The Bachelor saying, well, I really like you and you're going to 
have the best relationship with me. And if you can't understand that, then that's your problem. Well, no, it's your problem because he's not going to give you a rose, you know. <laughs> so, yes. Um, then we switch to Phaedra explaining why they murdered John, uh, which is, again, you know, they mentioned it before, but it's because he was good at talking and convincing people, um, you know, and I guess they felt that he was better than Trishel in that regard. Uh, John said his strategy was to form working relationships with every other player while looking at how each acted and interacted to determine who might be the traitor. And I'm sure he said much more than that in the interview and they cut it down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and then we talked to Phaedra again about you know, her own, you know, uh, banishment. She says she's not a gamer, so she didn't come in with a master scheme. She did her best and she wanted to do something that was totally different for her which echoed uh, something that uh, CT said actually at the round table. And she wasn't going to say you should get Kate instead of her because she would not play like that. Uh, she says, if they caught you, they caught you. Uh, and she wasn't necessarily doing it for the win, but for the experience. I, I wish I could just go try to do something for $200,000 and not care about the prize money. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just doing it for the experience. Um, and but I, I do think that we saw that from her in the way that she sometimes just had fun and didn't make the best game decisions, but made the most amusing game decisions. Even when she recruited Kate, she basically justified it by saying, ah, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. You know, not that, oh, Kate will be a good trader to work with me or Kate will be someone that I can dump on and get rid of. It'll be nah, Kate will be fun. Yeah. So I, I think she she played the game for fun. Yeah. And I kind of understand that for a, a reality TV figure that any show like this, yeah, yeah, there is the chance to win a big prize, but more than anything, maybe it's it's a chance to keep your brand going and right. continue your further your career and you know further your public image that and mm -hmm. she is great at that she is funny and she comes out with these great lines and is very memeable so i guess she she saw it that way like this this will just lead me to more tv projects which in turn will lead to more money elsewhere so right. the game right. itself doesn't matter to me as i guess it's maybe frustrating for some viewers who don't want to see that but including me I, i'm yeah. raising i'm raising my hand here and this is this is one thing I don't like about having the all reality star slash celebrity yeah. seasons is some of them are there to play the game. Some of them are just there to, you know, have fun in a Scottish castle. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, whereas the other games that we've seen, you know, the, the British versions, they want that money. Yeah. They need that. Money. It's less money, but you know, they want that money. Closing thoughts on the episode then, David. Yeah, and it, it continues kind of with Phaedra. I mean, she was she even though, like I said, you know, she was not the most strategic, but she was fun to watch all season long. As you mentioned earlier, I predicted she would win uh, early on. Um, I have seen some debate about whether Phaedra's loss is all Dan's fault for her going, you know, for him going after her early. Some people are blaming him. And. I have to come down on the side that, no, I'm sorry. It's it's not all Dan's fault. You you want to blame Dan? Yes, he did try going after her. He failed. 
yeah, he put down her name, but okay. Um, I do think they would have picked up on other things that she had done throughout the game. Um, you know, and because she basically acknowledged playing in a fun way rather than a strategic way. And by the end, she had just given up. Now you could say, well, she gave up because so many people were coming after her because of Dan. But that was, you know, a, a long time ago in the game. And so it was one piece of evidence, but it was not the most damning piece of evidence that, you know, that, that he came after her. So, you know, and he was trying to save himself. It's not like he had some dastardly plan to throw her under the bus. It was a bad plan to try to save himself. We talked about that, but it was just him playing the game. So sorry, Dan haters. I'm not going to side with you on that one. Yeah, I think Phaedra had several other things going against her, like the fact that she wouldn't ever name a suspect right. and her her even just sort of her behavior at breakfast sort of very mm -hmm. laid back and quite you know just always that flamboyant and happy and silly and never ever seems nervous or worried about right. murder or never particularly surprised about who walked in uh so uh, yeah i think uh, th there's all of that going on right yeah um now in other news uh, just before we uh, came on to podcast, a friend uh, who had actually guest co-hosted one of the Traders Canada podcasts with me told me that Peter and Ekin Sue are dating. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so I don't know where he got this information. Um, I have not tried to verify it myself. Uh, he just wanted to know, like, what are my thoughts on this? And so I don't know if you have any confirmation. Um I have absolutely no idea about that. There are incredibly heavy rumors that so in the UK, Celebrity Big Brother is about to begin on the fourth of March, mm -hmm. and there are all sorts of like supposedly leaked lists of who the who are the celebrities going in. Ekinsu is one of the names that people seem very certain is going into the Celebrity really? Big Brother house in the UK. Oh Lord, not Ekinsu. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, so, there was also a rumor that the winner or one of the winners of the British uh, uh, traders turned down a huge chunk of change yes, to go on yeah, Celebrity Big yeah. Brother. I've seen this too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so if Ekinsu does end up in the house, uh, I'll keep a. I'll be watching. I, I'm a big yes. fan. So if she happens to mention Peter, <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh. I think it's time for maybe some other questions, comments from listeners. Uh, David, do you have any more that we haven't spoken about yet? Uh, questions? I have a few questions. And of course, uh, we have our predictions at the end. But yes. for questions, so I have uh, from Gary Rose uh, asks, is there any winner scenario that would make this season a, a top five season of English language traders? Uh, personally, only a CT and Trishel win would elevate it enough. These the the Bravo limit women left are terrible, and Sandra has basically been purpled the last few weeks. So Gary has opinions. Um, I a top five season of English language. I mean, I, how many seasons have there been of English yeah, language? Not, you know, there's. Not, not, I mean, there's two Australia, two British. One New Zealand, two okay. U.S., so that's, what, seven? And Canada um, would be eight. Oh, Canada. Yeah, how could I forget Canada? Uh, <laughs> what else besides Canada? Is that yeah, it? That's, that's it, I think. So, so eight. that's eight. So top five, yes. I would say, it's not you know, bar, just yeah. 
just given some of the ones that we would kick out of there, I, I would say yes. Um, I, I know that Sandra has been purpled, but I think that's because she's playing a quiet game. I, well, I don't know what this term means. Are you saying oh. purpled? Yes, I am saying purpled. So is this the sport? There term? was <laughs> this is a reality team. This is a survivor term. So there was a player on Survivor, and there was a season where there were two Kellys. Okay. On the same season, they were on different tribes. One was on the purple tribe, and she wore all purple. So, for making things easier, they called her Purple Kelly. Okay. Okay. And as it happened, she quit the season. Okay. She and another contestant quit the season. And sometimes when you quit, they will take the edit off of you. They will barely put you on the show oh, okay. because okay. nothing you end, very little that you end up doing matters. Yeah. And like so, from Australia season one. Yes. And <laughs> so it became known as being purpled. You know, if you do not get much of an edit, you are purple. Okay. Okay. And so, yes, I, I, I just say these things so naturally because it's part of my vocabulary, but you're sitting there going, what the hell is he talking about? He's, yeah. She's become purple. What does that even mean? You know? Yeah, I thought I misheard you at first. I was like, no, no, it's. Uh, well, yeah. from now on, I'll call it McNeil because uh, Paul McNeil, Australia season ah. one, the, the enigma. But no one knows I'm... McNeil. You'd have to call it Paul. Yeah, Paul. Uh, but, um, or I just can get you to call it purple, then we will expand <laughs> it internationally. Um, so. I, I do think that Sandra has been less in the edit because, you know, she's staying quiet, which is a good game move. And we see that a lot. People who play that way, the quiet game, the small moves, they aren't big in the edit necessarily. And then they come out of nowhere and win. I do think a Sandra win would make this a better season than like a Kate win. I think a Kate win is the worst of all possible worlds, not just because I'm not a fan of Kate, but because she came into the game late and she came into being a traitor very late. So I think that's the worst of all possible worlds is a Kate win. Um, I think an MJ and Sheree win right under that is the worst of all possible worlds because they really didn't know what they were doing at any time in the game unless they win with someone good. Uh, so obviously I have been saying the whole time that a Sandra win would be the best, uh, outcome. So yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. And as a matter of fact, well, do you want to answer this question? My next, the next question that I have from someone is kind of related, but what are your thoughts? Uh, it's, I, uh, agree that Sandra probably, probably deserves to win in terms of playing the game really well and being mm -hmm. clever about it. It's funny you say that a Kate win would be like absolutely terrible and awful. I have a, my perspective is <laughs> yes, it would be awful in terms of gameplay, but I yes. have a, I have a, like a sinister sadistic desire to see crazy television. So actually part of me would really enjoy it because it would just be so nuts to see like, and it's, and it's terrible, but, if if it ended up that somehow they turn they turn on they just get so paranoid that they actually vote Sandra out and Kate somehow makes it to the like mm -hmm. that would just be devilishly fun to me um like you know I, the, no spoilers Australia season two is so divisive 
And so many people, I think the mm-hmm. most people who leave comments on the, the YouTube videos for the podcast are like, don't like this. What a waste of time. I didn't like this season. I'm so annoyed with what happened because what happens is very unusual and what, but I loved it for that reason. Like I oh, like I when love- crazy things happen that you just do not expect. Yeah. Most of the people who leave comments on my videos are like, yes, go the person who did the thing. Who anyone who knows <laughs> yeah. will, you know, it's like, yes, I'm so glad that person did that. Uh, so um, I thought you were going to say you have this little devilish, sinister side that wants to see me react next week. If Kate wins. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just, yeah, from a game, from a television perspective, bringing her in late, if she had played the whole game, fine. Although if she had come in, it was like episode yeah. three or something. It wasn't too yeah. bad. I mean, still, it was it was coming in late. It was coming in as a traitor very late, and so yeah. Although that's not her fault. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I I know she I has know. an advantage from being yeah. treated that late. Definitely. Yeah. Uh. So. And I just don't think she's a good game player, you know, in general. Uh, she was there to bring drama, personality, not to win the game. I, uh, I can, so I can definitely also see a scenario in which, in whatever order, Kate and Sandra are both banished by mm-hmm. the other players. Again, just out of paranoia, I can, I can see maybe, I don't know, maybe they're too gullible, but MJ and CT and Trishel... Yeah, particularly CT and Trishel, if they make it to the end, Trishel will probably be murdered. But I, I can see them at the end, you know, being like, we just can't take any chances. If Sandra's name, it, like Sandra's been so clever, that's yeah. suspicious. Let's just get rid of her. And you right. know, I, can, I can see that kind of thing happening. Yeah. And then we'll get, yeah, Sheree and MJ win or something like that. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Lord. Uh, so. Um, so. Uh, this next question actually deals with my prediction. So I should probably give my prediction before I ask the question. Um, so my prediction is it will come down to a battle of Kate versus Sandra. Um, so the the player I couldn't stand versus the one that I love. Um, <laughs> I, I think Sandra will win this battle. Uh, I don't like your part about, oh, let's maybe they'll turn on Sandra. I'm hoping they don't. I, you could be right. I think that she will win this battle and drag like MJ and Sheree in along with her to split the money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll get rid of CT or Trishel. Even if they think they're faithful, they'll be like, well, they were on the other team. We, we don't want to keep them. Yeah. Um, and so that's my prediction. Okay. Um, and then Alia uh, said, I agree with you. Uh, the question for me is, will Kate murder Trishel? Uh, and then she thinks Kate will be banished and will Sandra, CT, Sheree and MJ want to share the money or will they go after each other to get a bigger amount of the pot? I guess I kind of answered part of that. And, you know, will she murder Trishel? I actually. I wonder if it's better for Sandra if she if Kate murders CT because Trishel has always been in the other group and Sandra can say to them, we have always been together. Why should Trishel share in the money when she has been working against us this whole time? Yeah. Where CT has kind of been on the outskirts of both. Yeah. Uh, so for for Sandra, I think it's better if Kate murders CT. 
I don't know that Kate will see it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did receive one more question on Twitter, and I was going to explain why the base assumption that they made about Sandra was wrong. But then the person who submitted that question uh, got mad at me in a different discussion this morning and announced that he was muting me. So I guess there's no point. Uh, okay. He can, he can, you know, he muted me and uh, uh, he can stay in his own little world of uh, not, you know, of thinking the wrong things. So, <laughs> well, I, I, as far as I know, I haven't been muted by anyone yet. So, um <laughs> i love it when they announce it uh like you know it's it, you know as some people respond and say this is not an airport you do not have to announce your departure <laughs> um but uh yeah i had the funny thing is i had said i'm done with this discussion you're not listening and it wasn't about the traders as uh, all you do is deny deflect whatever i'm done and yeah. he's like i'm going to mute you yeah i already said i was done but okay you know yeah, uh, speaking speaking of which, just if anyone has sent any, uh, I, I've come to the conclusion that there just isn't really much point in engaging usually with people in a very argumentative state on social mm. media. So, or sometimes people send emails and they're annoyed mm -hmm. about something. Uh, so if you if you've sent me a message and I haven't responded either, I just haven't read it yet um, and sometimes mm -hmm. and on instagram particularly dms are hidden and i actually can't see them very easily but uh, yeah i think uh, from from my experience on this podcast trying to argue back just never leads anywhere people generally have made up their mind and kind of just want to vent at you which is fine but I'm not going to win anyone over with a with what I think is a reasoned argument. So yeah, kind of yeah. I mean, so occasionally, you know, some people. It is it is good to have a discussion, a debate, but when people won't accept, you know, they're so locked in their position, and we frequently see this with the stands, not the fans, the stands, <laughs> the people who are so absolutely supportive and of a particular player. That, you know, the the sun shines, uh, you know, from their eyes and they have halos and nothing that they do is wrong. And anything you say about them means you hate them. And it's like, no, it's called objective analysis. So just calm down, you know, and I have occasionally been able to win people over. But yes, when you're arguing with stands it is are you familiar is the term stan also in the uk okay yeah yeah um so when you're arguing with stans you're not going to get anywhere uh and uh, the same is true with other types of discussions where you know people may have preconceived notions and reject evidence so yeah, yeah. it happens it's social media sure i have a few questions but i reckon we've answered them all i'll just give them shout so they know that I am paying attention. Mm -hmm. uh, so again, we we already had Laura who asked about Kate, will she get to recruit? We reckoned almost certainly not, we don't think. Right. It will be a murder. Uh, Mara asked, who should Kate murder? How can she use it for her endgame strategy? We talked about that. We reckon probably Trishel or CTE. Mm -hmm. And uh, Cynthia asked, do you think they made a mistake murdering who they did? Uh, meaning John at the start of the episode. Uh, I thought someone else less obvious might have been better. Uh, we kind of talked about that, I think. Yeah, I think it, 
I, I think that Phaedra was doomed no matter what, and her best shot was to get someone, you know, knock down the numbers on the other side. And yeah, so you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Yeah. And again, I thought I my prediction was Trishel. I thought I thought they would get rid of her, mm-hmm. uh, but I, from Trishel and John, that made yeah. I don't. I, I just don't think yeah. any other decision would would really have made a difference. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I don't think it was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> because well, maybe... did you have a prediction? I gave mine. Oh, oh, uh, about the, about what's going to happen right at the end. Yes. Uh, my prediction is right. My actual prediction, not what I would secretly like to see happen <laughs> for fun. <laughs> well, not so secretly, apparently, but yes. I well, I've been saying it most of the season. I think it's a faithful win. I don't think Kate's going to manage it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Sandra will win. I, I think she she has figured out something's not right about Kate. I think she has the the sway to get you know, all she really needs is like two other right. votes at this point to get somebody out. Uh, yeah, I think Sandra will be there at the end with and she pr- will be I think it will be Sandra, NJ, Sheree, maybe CT. Yeah, I, okay. I'm going. I'm going for a four faithful at the end. Sandra, one of them. Okay. So it's time for our banishment. We've been playing the trade our traitor. Ooh. Ah. And. I, David, I have a whole list of things that you could have lied about. Uh, ah, good. <laughs> I, you know what my list is of things you could have lied about? This much, because as usual, <laughs> I forgot to pay attention. And I was making a zero with my hands for everybody else because, of course, again, audio podcast. So <laughs> me holding up a zero doesn't really help you. Now, that's another thing to add to my list, that you're lying, that you didn't write down anything. Maybe you have a huge list. Uh, I, I, I'll guess yours first. Good. So, <laughs> I'll I'll give you my options, right? Um, okay. Oh, know. sure. So, some Hold of on, my notes. Who knows what they cover, mean? I'm going to cover my face here so that you can't you know, see. <laughs> so I can't read your response. Um, you oh, what you talked about? Uh, you finished Doctor Who now? You said, or you said you started watching it on December thirty first. I wondered maybe if that was a lie. Maybe you haven't really finished watching them all. Um, you. I've written something and I don't know what the hell it says. Something about the first season. I've written JW first season. Hmm. <laughs> right. Don't know what that J-W means. JW uh, first season. First season. First season of. Oh, well, it's not. I don't know what it is, so it can't be that. Um, <laughs> The next one. Uh, Something. Again, I've written something. I've written Big Brother as. And then I haven't written anything else. Something to do with Big Brother. Um, you, oh, you talked about your job. You said that your work was something to do with coal and fire and sciencey things and carbon dioxide. And I, I'm sure I've never heard you say that before. So I wondered if that was a lie. You talked about a movie producer and you mentioned some movies and I had no idea who you were talking about. So I thought he could be saying anything. And I don't know. And then, do you know what? I'll just go with this because I have no idea which 
one of those, if any, could be true. You mentioned a player from uh, Big Brother or Survivor called, is it Boston Rob? And I wondered if that was a total invention and there was nobody called Boston Rob. Is that your lie? It is not. Boston Rob has been on uh, more seasons than Sandra, I think. Um, He finally won in his fourth season when they put him up against a bunch of people who were clueless. uh, And he basically just ran the game. And uh, then he returned with Sandra on that island and he had a statue of his head, too. Uh, And now he is indeed on Deal or No Deal Island. Oh, yes, he said that. Um, Well, so Boston Rob is real. So one of the things you listed was my lie. It was the JW. No, I still I have no clue what the JW thing was. It was I'm not caught up with Doctor Who. You're right. Uh, I'm I'm still a season and a half behind. So should have gone with it. Um, oh, well. I, I wanted to, I, I shouldn't tell you this. I should save it. You know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll save it because it's funny and I'll, maybe I'll slip it in some other time. Okay. Okay. Um, your lie. I literally have no idea. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I feel like I don't remember Phaedra saying she wanted to get out of Scotland. <laughs> I, I, I mean, maybe she did, but I don't remember her saying that. Sometimes I miss things when I'm live tweeting and watching at the same time. Like initially I missed when CT was hiding behind the pillar. Um, so I'm going to say Phaedra did not say she wanted to get out of Scotland. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the episode after Phaedra was banished, she said... She just wanted to get on a plane and get out of Scotland. Oh, damn it. I figured, but... Uh, yes, she did. And I definitely didn't agree with that. That that didn't happen on the podcast. Um, yeah. my, my There's lie... your lie. That was your lie. Oh, wait, no, that's an opinion. It can't be your lie. Exactly. My lie was that Alan's dog is a she is lala ah! is a girl and i pretended that lala was a boy <laughs> i thought it was a girl too but then you were like oh yeah it's a boy it just again these things don't occur to me i'm not <laughs> i'm not thinking about them necessarily so when i said that lala has a whole page on the nbc website dedicated i thought you would yeah. think that was the lie and that is actually true there is a whole page a whole article oh, i fully lala expected that i yeah i fully believed that one yeah, I just I think a better game is figuring out like going back through the podcast and figuring out what your notes mean, <laughs> like the whole J.W. Big Brother thing. I don't even remember talking about Big Brother. Oh, that was uh, two separate ones. It was J.W. Oh. first season and then a separate one oh, was that's Big right. Brother is. So who J- oh, Jodie Whittaker's first season. Yes, that was it. It was that. Yes, it was. And that Jody is Whittaker. correct. No, it was her yeah. first season. Jodie Whittaker. There we go. We uh, so. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, but, but I have no idea what, you know, the big brother thing was. See, we won the game of figuring out your notes at least. So, uh, David, before we close off, uh, where, where can we find you? Tell us all the things that you do online. So if uh, anyone wants to reach out to let me know what you think and not be a stan of someone and get angry at me and mute me, um, I'm I'm all over social media and reality TV podcasting. Uh, I am, you know, starting this week, 
uh, back on the uh, on RHAP with my Y blank lost uh, survivor. Uh, so uh, as we're recording this now, tomorrow I will be recording why the first person lost. Uh, and uh, you can also find all my various accounts through Linktree at Linktree slash David Bloomberg with a dot before the EE and Linktree. Or you can find me on most text-based social media like Twitter and Blue Sky as at David Bloomberg. And on the video platforms, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram as at David Bloomberg TV, which is also what I am on threads, uh, which, uh, you know, because it's connected to Instagram. Um, of course, speaking of TikTok, et cetera, I've still been posting two or usually three reality TV short videos each day. Uh, lately, they've been Traders U.S., uh, Australian Survivor, including many Why Blank Lost videos, um, other videos from that show, uh, and now, of course, U.S. Survivor, um, plus some Deal or No Deal Island uh, clips as well. Cool. And uh, to keep up with the podcast, The Trader, uh, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at The Trader Podcast, or on X at The Trader Pod. If you are feeling very generous and wonderful and kind, like Helga from Austria, you mm. could uh, visit the coffee.com page for the podcast. That's ko-fi.com slash Matthew Keeley. And you can choose a, an amount if you felt you wanted to donate something to help the podcast keep going. Uh, Helga left a lovely little message and said, hello, I'm from Austria. I listened to your podcast about Traitors UK Season 2 and Traitors Australia Season 1, and I'm totally thrilled. Thank you for the great entertainment. So there we go. A nice a nice compliment to end on, yes. uh, David. Uh, you could also... Um, I've mentioned the email, right? Yeah, I've mentioned, I've mentioned all the things. That's, there's all the places yeah. that you can find me. And if you're listening on a podcast player, it's super helpful if you can subscribe or follow or leave a little review or a rating to help other people find it too david we we're we've reached the end we we have the yes. finale episode next week ahead of us we shall see if our predictions are correct or not yes and all that's left is to say until next time keep us on your trader and stay traitorous Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.